May is Lupus Awareness Month. If you're not sure what lupus is, it's a chronic autoimmune disease that attacks healthy cells by mistake. We're gonna dive into who it affects, what the symptoms are, and what you can do, even if you are not a lupus patient, but wanna support people who suffer with lupus. So today we're speaking with two different people. We'll speak with Andrea O'Neill. She is the executive director of the Lupus Research Alliance, as well as Adrienne Nicole. She's a lupus patient who was diagnosed about 13 years ago, and she has she talks to us about how she's navigated this difficult journey, but has also remarkably been able to maintain a very positive attitude. And she has some encouraging words for other lupus patients as well. So let's dive right into this. Let's start with Adrienne Nicole, the lupus patient, and hear what she has to say. Since lupus affects people differently and they have different symptoms, I wanted to hear the perspective of someone who is impacted by lupus. And today we have Adrienne Nicole joining us. Thank you so much, Adrienne, for joining us here on Local News Live. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So let's start from the very beginning. When did you first realize that um, you had lupus? When were you diagnosed with it? So I was diagnosed with lupus in 2009. Uh, I had a bevy of symptoms that just kind of appeared to crop up out of nowhere. Uh, so I didn't know I had lupus. I did not know exactly what lupus was, but I had been struggling with incredible joint pain. I was having problems with my eyes, which is one of the symptoms that people don't talk about too much, but I had scleritis of the eye, uh, which made it really painful uh, to keep my eyes open. I was struggling to walk, like I said. I was like crawling up and down my own stairs at one point. I had fevers, incredible uh, night sweats. I was sweating through my mattress and I kept going to the doctor and I kept getting diagnosed with something else, right? So when I had the joint pain, it's like, oh, you're really active. You must have a problem from working out, go to physical therapy. And you know, then it's like, oh, your eyes are inflamed, take some anti-inflammatories. Uh, but I did end up one day uh, in the ER uh, while I was, I was at work and I had troubles breathing. And so I went to the ER and I had uh, actually taken a, a list. I wrote down a list of all the symptoms I had been experiencing over the last several months and gave it to the ER doctor. And she said, hey, I think you might have lupus. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, well, what is that really? All I knew was at the time, Mercedes from Top uh, America's Next Top Model had lupus, but I didn't really know what that meant other than her being like super tired. But that's, uh, that's, that's how I got diagnosed. All right, so while you were going through this variety of symptoms, what were you thinking? What were you feeling, especially since that first doctors it didn't doesn't sound like they could figure it out? Yeah, I you know, because they sort of came one by one, I didn't think that they were related until it, you know, took a, you know, after like a couple of months. Uh so I just thought, okay, cool, you know, I don't know what's happening with my legs, but I was working out a lot. Like I was I was a boot camper. And so I thought maybe I injured myself or maybe I just kind of wore out my muscles and, you know, maybe that was a little bit of it, but it still was a bit extreme for that. I just, my mind was just sort of in a whirlwind. I didn't know what was going on. Uh, I knew I was super stressed at work and I just thought, hey, maybe it's affecting my body, which it was. And when the ER doctor suggested it was lupus, 
did, what were you feeling? Did it feel like a relief to maybe know what was happening to you or were, what, what were you thinking? What was going through your head? I didn't feel devastated or anything because I didn't really know what it meant uh, at the time. So, and, and after getting the diagnosis, I then found out that there were other family members who had lupus, which, you know, we'll say it's really important to share uh, what's going on throughout the family. Uh, but I, it was, it, it was a relief, uh, but I still didn't have an answer at the time because I still needed to take tests. And so she gave me two options. She said, you can go home and make appointments with specialists and it probably will take you a couple of months to get this final diagnosis, or you can stay in the hospital for a couple of days and get it. And so I was like, I'll take the latter. I'll stay, stay in the hospital. I mean, I wasn't comfortable. I was in a lot of pain. Uh, but I was happy to to at least get a treatment plan at the end of it. What was kind of the next step once you finally got your diagnosis? So right after diagnosis, I was put on medication. So the first set of you know of treatment was uh, steroids, right? They're they're anti-inflammatories that they provide that they give to everyone for inflammation. And immediately I was like, oh, this is wonderful. It feels so good, but it's horrible to be on steroids long-term and they have really bad side effects. So as time went on and I connected with a specialist, which is a rheumatologist for lupus, uh, I then was sent to other specialists uh, to find out if there was any other, anything else going on and if lupus was affecting any other systems. And so I ended up at a nephrologist, doctor for kidneys, and found out that lupus had affected my kidneys. And so then I had to go on medication for that after getting a biopsy and confirming uh, the stage of uh, kidney disease that I have. So after that, I you know have gone, I mean, it's been a long time now. I'm like, I feel like I'm an OG with lupus. <laughs> and so... I've gone through a couple of rounds of essentially being on the same medications. I am no longer on steroids. That is, I fought really hard for that. Uh, but I also uh, take care of my body really, really well at this point. As I mentioned there, you know, I had troubles walking. And so I always wanted to keep moving because I figured there could be a point where I wouldn't be able to move. So I just kept exercising in, in whatever capacity I was able to at the moment. Um, I do find, you know, whenever I sort of relapse and have a flare, I'll kind of have to build my body back up, but I've built my body back up probably three separate times. And now I'm doing really, really well. I exercise all the time. And I know that isn't everyone's story, but that's a, a, a big thing for me. And so is my diet. So you had mentioned you feel like you're kind of an OG of lupus. So how long has it been um, since your diagnosis? So I think I'm in year 13. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Year 13. <laughs> and it sounds like you found a way to manage it that works for you. Uh, but you had also mentioned that when you have a relapse, you have to start over again. So can you explain what that's like? What is a relapse with lupus? Um, are you not constantly dealing with the lupus symptoms and just every once in a while you kind of have to deal with them again or kind of explain what that's like for you? So everyone's, you know, lupus situation is different. And so some people are in long-term flares and that's sort of when, that's the, the moment where uh, lupus is active 
and actively aggravating the body, right? And so uh, the goal of therapies and treatments and medication is to keep the body at ease and to uh, and essentially attempt to put lupus to bed or keep your immune system at at an even level so that there isn't all of this activity happening. <clears throat> so I'm super compliant and I'm you know usually and I will stay on my meds uh, when when needed. And so at those moments, once once I have a flare, flare will will uh, can cause me to have could cause kidney damage. It could it'll cause inflammation in the kidney. It can cause inflammation in my joints. Uh, and then once medication is introduced, it can decrease that inflammation and therefore pain and uh, you know and this in in the um, the discomfort will subside as much as possible. And so once that's under control, then that's where sort of for me that body rebuild uh, happens. And so for me, I've noticed I have been flaring, you know, maybe on an average of every three to four years. Um, some people, you know, are in a high level of flare for years, right? And so I am still on medication to, to decrease the opportunity and potential for another flare. But right now I'm technically like in remission. Uh, my numbers are very low. Uh, and so therefore I, I, feel, I feel good. How long do your flares last when you do have to go through them? So a flare can last. Um, for me, or it could be a month, um, it could be a year, right? And so it's it really depends. And when I say, well, when I say a month, I would say a month of feeling that flare. So there's a difference in like this incredible discomfort and you know, and, and dealing with symptoms and the sweats and all of that, uh, and the pain, as opposed to just my numbers can be, you know. Uh, aren't normal and they may not be normal for a year or could be two years but that pain that that horrible horrible feeling for me I don't think I've had it for more than several months at a time and since your diagnosis and as you've kind of navigated how to uh, manage your symptoms have you joined any nonprofits or any advocacy groups when it comes to lupus and, and fellow um, patients, lupus patients? Yeah, so um, I volunteer and work a lot with Lupus Research Alliance. Uh, they have been incredibly helpful to me throughout my lupus journey. They have been able to find a great community of fellow loopies and I've made some really long-term friendships there. And anytime I need something, I can always call on them. Uh, for support. Uh, I've also created something uh, like a small community called the Loopy Fam uh, that's essentially just on social media. And so we'll ask each other questions, we'll, you know, have conversations uh, and the like. So I am, I attempt to be as, as active as I can be in the community. I've certainly uh, participated in lupus walks. I was actually, I spoke at one, uh, at the, the main lupus walk in New York in 2019. Uh, and I also go and advocate uh, with legislators to help push uh, dollars for research. So do you feel like we've come far enough in the 13 years that it's widely talked about, or do you think there's more work that needs to be done? 
there's certainly more work that needs to be done, but at the very least, I feel like people know what that word is. They may not know what it means. They don't, they, I, I still get a lot of questions and I'm happy to answer them. I think the average person may still be like, oh yeah, I know someone who has lupus, but I'm not really sure what that means. Uh, but with additional, with other celebrities that have come out and been very uh, vocal about their diagnosis has really helped spread the word. I mean, even at my gym, I was shocked. I just saw this uh, sign yesterday that, said, this is Lupus Awareness Month. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, goodness. You know, that's, I, I, was, I was excited to see that, you know, that they recognized and acknowledged it. For anyone out there who maybe has lupus or even uh, any other condition, it's just, you know, I want to encourage them just to stay lifted and to stay positive and that while things are, are different, and I am very clear, my life is not the same as it was before my diagnosis, but I feel like my life after the diagnosis has created such an excitement and vigor for life and an appreciation for health and well-being, my family. Uh, it's something that I wouldn't want to change for the world. So it's kind of weird to say like, oh, I'm thankful for this, but it, it does give me a different perspective on life. And I just want uh, everyone to value that. That's a really great perspective. I'm sure people watching this who have lupus or maybe think they may have lupus, I'm sure they feel very encouraged by your positive words. So I thank you so much, Adrian Nicole, for joining us here on Local News Live and sharing your story. I really appreciate you. I'm amazed by her positive attitude despite the challenges that she faces. Now we're gonna switch gears and we're going to learn a little bit more about the Lupus Research Alliance. The Lupus Research Alliance funds the most innovative lupus research to drive discovery towards better diagnostics and treatments. And ultimately their ultimate goal of course is to find a cure for lupus. So today we will hear from Andrea O'Neill. She is the executive director of the Lupus Research Alliance. Let's hear from her now. Thank you so much for joining us, Andrea. Well, thank you, Victoria, for having me. And I'm really happy to be able to highlight May and Lupus Awareness Month for the community. And let's go ahead and get started with the most basic question. What is lupus? So lupus is an autoimmune disease where the body or the immune system, which is normally to protect us from infections and other outside invaders, actually attacks self. So it attacks the body and it attacks it randomly. It can be any organ or any system in the body. Very common kidneys, lung, heart, blood, brain, skin, and joints. And what are some of the early warning signs of lupus? So lupus, one of the telltale signs, but it doesn't always present, is a rash we call butterfly rash across the face right here. And uh, if it doesn't, though, other common symptoms, which actually come and go, which make it, make it difficult to diagnose. But common symptoms like joint pain, a low-grade fever, kind of flu-like symptoms. Um, you might have loss of hair. So it's, it, again, difficult to diagnose in that sy symptoms come and go. 
who gets lupus? Who is at the highest, highest risk for uh, getting lupus? So women are mostly affected by lupus. In fact, it's 90% women. And women are diagnosed in the ages 15 to 44 range, childbearing years. Um, and women of color are at greater risk. A lot of women are diagnosed with lupus during their childbearing years. So does that mean they're born with lupus? Is it a hereditary disease? So lupus has probably several components, perhaps environmental, genetic, um, hormonal, since 90% women, but many factors that play into lupus presenting itself. Um, and I, that is part of our research and understanding the underlying causes of the disease. Now, you are the executive director of the Lupus Research Alliance. What is the Lupus Research Alliance? Can you kind of uh, tell me a little bit about that organization? Sure. The Lupus Research Alliance is the largest private funder of lupus research in the world. Um, in fact, we have invested over $220 million in funding 525 grant awards. And with that, um, in the last several years, there's been three new treatments approved specifically wow. for lupus. And our research discoveries laid the foundation for every one of those treatments. Um, and it's really quite promising on the horizon for people with lupus. And if people are interested in finding more information about lupus, the Lupus Research Alliance or lupus in general, where would you point them? Where can they go? I think our website is a wonderful resource and that's lupusresearch.org, O-R-G. And right now for Lupus Awareness Month, we've launched a movement called Many One Can Make a Difference. And that is meaning that we need every individual to come join us and participate, whether that's making a donation, being part of research, and the process of research, advocating on the Hill for further funding for research from the government, um, many ways, because many one can, and that's how we will get to more treatments and ultimately a cure. And if you don't mind, can you say the website one more time for people uh, to go find it, to be able to find it online? Sure. Lupusresearch.org. All right. And so what is your hope for the future? It sounds like your organization has done a lot already, but what would you like to see in the future? I would like to see more treatments. And one of the things that is very difficult about lupus is it's so complex and it presents itself very differently in all different people. So no two cases are alike. And that means our research needs to find more treatments that are targeted, and you've probably heard this in other diseases, more personalized medicine in order to really make a difference for the larger uh, community. And future, I hope that we are part of the cure that will make this a disease of the past. I just wanted to add, Victoria, when I was talking about supporting the Lupus Research Alliance and perhaps making a contribution, 
One thing that sets us apart from other organizations is 100% of every public donation goes directly to lupus research programs. And that's because our board of directors commits their contributions to funding our operating costs 100%. So you know you're giving confidently to advance lupus research when you support the Lupus Research Alliance. That is very remarkable. And I'm sure a lot of people feel confident and comfortable when they know that about a nonprofit, for sure. Um, again, we are being joined by Andrea O'Neill. She is the executive director of the Lupus Research Alliance, doing important work for current lupus patients and even future lupus patients in the future. Thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything else you'd like to add that I haven't asked you? I just wanted to say thank you, Victoria. And also May bringing awareness to this disease means a lot. So for those of you on social media, it's a wonderful way to amplify our message. It was wonderful hearing from those two women, educate and empower the lupus community. Uh, not only just here in the United States, but across the world. Again, there is no cure for lupus just yet, but the Lupus Research Alliance is continuing to work towards finding a cure. And in the meantime, they are helping fund research for uh, treatments for lupus patients, as well as offering support. So if you want to learn more information and find ways how you can help stand with lupus patients, or if you're a lupus patient yourself, you can always go to www lupusresearch.org. Again, that's www.lupusresearch.org. I'm Victoria Shirley with Local News Live. Thank you so much for watching.